The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show, and let's go through our mantra right now because we have to do it. No football is bullshit. You got to say it. You got to mean it. That's from Colorado Chris, of course. Welcome to the show, everyone. You know, there's some rumor out there that Brooks is out. Aaron Brooks might be slipping out the door. Of course, we owe him a big salary if he comes up in March. I think he will be slipping, sliding away. Don't think we'll keep him. Not good for the cap. And are you sick and tired of hearing about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? And the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! <laughs> Who really cares? Why, of all the playoff teams, do they continually pummel us with Cowboy news if they're going to make the NFL Super Bowl? Please! They didn't come that close to begin with. Their team was hot and cold like many teams this season. Why the hell to keep talking about the Cowboys? I'm sick and frickin' tired of it. ESPN, please stop taking Jerry Jones' money and stop taking those dinners, whatever the hell you're doing. Just get it off the air because we're just sick of it. So, without further ado, on to show 134. Yeah. Yeah. Oaktown. Do you know about my city? Oaktown. The city of Oak. Oaktown. Oh, don't you know? Oaktown. Do you know about my city? Oaktown. The city of Oak. Okay, Reddit fans, you know the news just keeps on rolling and it keeps on rolling in. Now we have the consummate Raider, the gentleman in silver and black, Timmy Brown, number 81, on the very new number 81, the I'm all about me, Jerry Porter, 81, 81, and uh, are we kidding ourselves with this? He talks a little bit about that, and it has some good insight. Here's another story I love. Kiffin on ESPN comes up with an interview. It's a Kiffin watch. you got to be out there listening for him because he rarely has said much. He's a working fool, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Jamal Lewis is up for grabs, and we'll talk about that. And then hit the comments forum section of the Rainer Nation podcast. And you know what? i got a tantrum on this. Britney Spears, I saw her, and I gotta say it, saw her on the news crying about the paparazzi, popping off about how she gets so much paparazzi pressure. Well, Britney, please, before you go popping off, don't go shaving your melon and then going into rehab the next day. Okay? It's not good for the paparazzi program. Oh, gosh, the drama. Anyway, had to say that because it flipped me out. Well, Raider Nation, just remember, lay your bones down on the bone line, 1-800-620-7181. That's 1-800-620-7181. Throw us a bone, will ya? That's what I'm talking about. Get on there. It's been out of, out of commission for a little bit, but it's back on track. Call it up. Leave us your take. Tell us where you're from. Give us a bone, will ya? Get on the bone line. 
Throw us a bone! Yeah, Ryder Greg, this is Silver Bullet from Yuma, Arizona, giving you some bones on the phone line. It is uh, the 22nd of February. Just got done with your podcast from the 20th. Enjoyed it, man, as always. Let's get some knowledge out there on Porter coming back from 84 to 81, hopefully with Brown's old number. He'll get some class like Brown had. I uh, always wanted him in the fold. Cut ties with Brooks this morning. Sounds like a good deal to me. I'm with Walter all the way. We'll see what happens in the draft, though. You guys keep it real. Keep the Raiders in mind, and let's see what happens in the draft. I'm out. Thanks, guys. There you go. How simple could it be? Great take. Thank you, Silver Bullet. Please drop on by anytime. Love your take. Love your opinion. Yes, sirree. I think Porter will be productive, like I said, if he gets his head in the game. I don't know if uh, Candy Moss was any influence. I just don't want to remember the 06 season. I just want to forget about it like the rest of the Raider Nation. So let's move on. Um, I do think Walter can happen. We're going to see a lot of action in the QB position in this uh, next month or two. So stay tuned. And thanks for the bone, Silver Bullet. Let's get on to the first story. Timmy Brown, uh, never known to be quiet, has popped off as soon as Jerry P. ended up I don't know if he asked for the number. I don't know what happened. Perhaps there was a Dr. Phil intervention, which that's my two cents on it. I think they all got together in a room, popped a bunch of Prozac, and went on at it and talked about the football season and what the hell is going on. So, without further ado, uh, this is an article by Jerry McDonald from, of course, the InsideBayArea.com. Jerry's got some good stuff, man. I like this writer. He's fair. Uh, He's on the money most of the time. He talks here about Timmy Brown. He talked to him on the phone when he arrived there in Denver. Brown, as usual, held nothing back. I love it. Hopefully, when he thinks, and this he's talking about Jerry Porter, hopefully when he thinks about acting like a nut, he'll remember the number, and maybe that will be enough to keep him in line. Brown said with a laugh. I could see that. He doesn't really foresee that happening, though. Uh, he thinks the problem was with Art Shell and how that situation is not there right now. So it's a new beginning for him. So he's saying that Porter is going to, you know, get with it. So whatever you think about Tim Brown, his assessment of Porter versus Shell back in training camp was uncanny. Just like we all said. It was not only Shell, it was Tom Walsh. When I asked him about it before the season started, Brown predicted that the two sides would never come to agreement on anything, like two stubborn bulls who would not concede. And that's exactly what happened. There was no way that R was going to give up, and JP wasn't in the mode of giving, Brown said. So even at the risk of his career, he was going to butt heads against Art. It wasn't a risk of Porter's career because he's still in great shape, hasn't got hurt, didn't get hurt all year last year. Uh, now there's a lot of new pieces to the puzzle. Finally, we can see the defense is getting better. And from 2-14 and 14 to whatever, uh, we should get back in the running. Porter said Brown was indeed excited about the offensive philosophy instituted by Lane Kiffin. Well, there you go. What do you think is going to change a receiver's mind about staying anywhere? That's whether that's, that guy is going to get the ball. Every receiver wants the freaking ball. Timmy Brown knows it. 
Timmy Brown's saying here that he sees that Porter's going to come in line because of the offense, and we'll talk a little bit about that when we hit the Kiven Watch story, which we'll get to, well, right now, by the way. Well, before we get into the Kiffin Watch story, I'm going to tell you right now about what I think about Porter. Personally, Raider Greg thinks that Jerry Porter is a great receiver. He has acrobatic skills at times, and when he wants to, he can make it happen. He runs complete routes, and when he gets the ball, he can evade tacklers pretty easily. He's a good receiver. He's athletic. He's not the best, but he could be. The thing here is whether his heart's in it. I think now that Lane Kiffin has made it known, his offense, and I'll talk a little bit about that, um, I think that he sees that there's light at the end of the tunnel. It certainly should have something to do with who we're going to draft as quarterback. You know, Damon Heard, the name keeps coming up. Um, Jay Russ, maybe Russ is going to make a, a, a play here. But whoever it is, you know, Porter must have confidence in the discussions he's had with Kiffin about him getting the rock because that's what it's all about. It's about the glory and for definitely for Porter because of his personality. It's about the freaking glory. And it seems to me that he did what Archell couldn't do and promise him more catches, at least more throws. And uh, Porter's a good athlete. I welcome him. He pisses me off. But if he's going to start playing, well, get on it, man. Let's see some actions. You know what? Talk is cheap, and we'll see what happens in training camp because that's going to make a huge difference on what happens. All right, Lane Kiffin. Yes, Lane Kiffin was on ESPN, and uh, the two reporters that were interviewing him on ESPN Radio uh, were his same age. They talked about what was on his iPod, and he said, Bon Jovi on his iPod, which is pretty cool. A classic, as he would say. That's funny. makes me laugh. But this young man in this interview sounded much more poison under control, and anyone who's been gasping for any breath of him he is available if you go to Mercury News. There's a lot of places. Just Google up uh, the Lane Kiffin ESPN interview. You should get it. So um, listen to his voice. Listen to how he speaks and what he speaks about. He talks about um, how he's motivated, how he wants to do things, how he was right on the way then to uh, the Combine to make some decisions. He talked about him and Al coming together, making it happen together. And uh, it was it was very nice to hear his confidence um, here's a young man, 31 years of age, who has been all over the country, moving constantly, as he said in his interview. He's now been flying across the country with, I'm sure, zero family days, putting in 18-hour days. And who does that sound like? That sounds just like Gruden. It sounds to me, just by the description that Lane has from others, um, that he is a workaholic and someone that Al loves to see work because he's just like Al. 24-7. It's football, football, football. He sounded poised, confident, and this kid is working for his money. I will tell you this. I have confidence in him just in the fact of how he talks and how he speaks. I know that he's putting the effort in because he is must be all over the place because we haven't heard anything from him. Believe me, if the Bay Area could get their mooks on this guy, they'd have him sit down and talk, but he's not available because he's out there doing it. Um, one thing that was quoted 
recently by Timmy Brand, actually, was that uh, Lane Kiffin really liked the Gruden offense and plans on basing his offense on the Gruden offense. Now, I don't know how much we can take in this or put the, how much water we could put in that bucket, but I will tell you this. It is refreshing to hear something besides the seven-step drop or drop off or drop back and get sacked plays that we've had in the recent history. I'm glad to see that we're going to be changing directions, and it looks very promising. This also gives us a glimpse, like I said before, what this young man has in line for this offense, what kind of offense we're going to see as Raider fans. Is it doggone exciting or what? I just love it, man. I am so pumped as you should be. So Lane Kiffin continues to instill confidence as far as I'm concerned. I like the kid. I like what he has to say. And once again, ESPN hasn't said a damn thing to uh, bolster this kid's confidence, and he doesn't need it. I think he's doing a great job, and I can't wait till I have to eat their freaking words. Raider Nation is back. I want to hear it out of ESPN's lips. Ugh hate those guys okay so the other indication here i wanted to say too is moss has been you know been very quiet and you know when jerry porter picked up the 81 okay he picked up the number 81 he's going to turn over a new leaf blah 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 like i said substance is much more than speech so let's just see what happens there but in that same situation guess who got 84 randy moss what does that say? Does that say he's staying? Does it say there's a possibility that Randy Moss is now become some content gentleman that's willing to do something besides alligator arm of football, not trying to get a catch and running half routes? Should we trust him? What do you think, Raider Nation? I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know about Randy Moss. I know that he's popped off a lot and as a leader of a team was woefully lacking last season going to take a lot for me to trust this guy again. Uh, people say he's lost a step. People in the NFL he's played against say he's lost a step. I think he's, I think he's lost a step in his melon. I think Randy Moss has lost a step in his desire. So I think that he should desire to make smoothies somewhere and get out of football or get on the pot and do something, if you know what I'm saying. Or get off the pot, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Welcome to the black hole. 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 Jamal Lewis is available. Jamal Lewis um, was not released, but will probably most likely be released by the Ravens before March when he's due to get a $5 million up. Well, there you go. That's going to free up $3 million in their cap space, and they're not making any bones about it. Jamal Lewis, seven-year veteran, is only 27 years of age. He's five foot eleven and 245 screaming pounds of I'm walking through you, not around you kind of guy. Now, he was the Offensive Player of the Year in 03, and he, uh, his average yards are 4.5 yards per carry. He has had ankle problems, and that seems to be something that's plagued him throughout his professional career. But if he passes physical, I could see him coming to the Raiders for a deal. If the Ravens are trying to off him and seeing if they can get anything good for him, I don't know. This could be the Randy Moss trade that we've been thinking about or talking about for some time. 
I don't know if that's going to happen, but it's quite possible. Now, we all know that uh, Randy Moss wasn't happy, but now things seem to be smoothing over since the lame Kiffin speech uh, when he first was hired about we're going to give the ball to our playmakers. Seems to me that he's trying to make his playmakers happy. And, uh, well, we'll just have to see. I don't know about making these guys happy, but let's see if Jamal Lewis can make us happy because if he can make that trade for Moss for Lewis and a draft pick this year, I don't know. I think that sounds like a good trade to me, but what do I know anyway? But I know one thing. Jamal Lewis would look bad to the bone in silver and black. He is a big dude, and he would be a presence in the field. I'd love to see him in silver and black. Let's go get him. Okay? Come on, Kiff. Let's go get him. Let's go get Jamal Lewis. Okay, well, right now, let's go to the Raider Nation podcast. Comments for him section. podcast comments forum section you see davis raider raider 88 comes in jerry porter i totally agree with juan jorge in regard to porter turning over a new leaf i like porter too and and now that he wants to put his drama problems behind him and move on let him give him a chance to be the go-to guy uh to our hopefully high-powered offense and with moss I don't know what's going to happen with him, but I feel that we will be sticking. He will be sticking around. Though he sucked ass last year, he is still Randy Moss, Russell DePorter all day. Well, you know what? That's a good take, and I would have to agree with a lot of that. Um, you know, I'm not a, a Porter fan for anything. He's a great athlete. I've always said he's a great athlete. It's his melon that's the problem, <laughs> and sometimes his pie hole. Okay, that's a problem too. So let's go on here to Navy Rob. Ritter Greg, are you going to jump on Porter's nuts too? I love it. No, I'm not going to jump on his nuts. Uh, I've done it already. I've jumped on his nuts plenty. I don't have to jump on him. I'm not never jumped on his skill. Um, he goes on here in his post to him and Juan Jorge are having a, a time on the Rainer Nation podcast. Come on, sports section. And everyone should check it out. These guys are pretty smart. They're saying to pick up uh, Jamarcus Russell and Calvin Johnson. I don't think we have the cop the cap room for both those. Uh, we might have enough room for Russ, but not both. Okay, let's go up here and see. Juan George comes in, of course, talking about Jerry Porter has been his favorite player, and he has been a dick. But it does take balls to say that you want a fresh start when you screwed up. Come on. I'll bet everyone in some part of their life have made some bad decisions. And that's true. And uh, he goes on to say, Davey Rob, both those guys like Porter. I like Porter too. Like I said, if he'll play, if he'll play, I'd love to have him play. The dingo ate my baby. Justin Griffin appears a 25-year-old fullback. Justin Griffin may not be in the cards for, for Trino's offense. I don't think there's been a better running fullback in the league over the past four years. So it makes you wonder if the Raiders might just go after him in free agency. I hope so. This is particularly true since we would be able to use him as our heavy runner if we decide to dump Lamont and far less expensive. Hey, I agree, man. 
We need to pick up a fleet foot running back like Lorenzo Booker in the draft to compliment him. Maybe hold on to Fargus as a backup. Here's some stats on Griffiths when he joined the league in 2003. So this guy did pretty good, man. 4.4 yards in 03, 4.3, 4.3, and 5.6 yards in 06. So he says it makes too much sense with our current coaching staff. We bring Griffith and let Crockett retire. At five foot 11, 232 pounds, uh, he may not be a bulldozer, but according to Scientific Football 2006, he was the number two blocking fullback behind Lorenzo Neal last year. Well, you know what? That says a whole lot about a guy, and uh, I got to tell you that right now. I have to go. I haven't seen this guy, but it sounds like a great pickup to me, and I will look at it and check it out. Colorado Chris comes in Moss. Moss, figure it out. Either I use your jersey as a toilet paper, <laughs> come rag, or wear it proudly. Frickin' figure out, figure yourself out. P.S. Tommy, your sister still owes me money. <laughs> I just love you guys. I just love you guys. You're so funny. Juan Jorge on Randy Moss. I don't get him, so he's excited about being here. Is he happy now, so now will he play good, or will he pull that bullshit he did last year where he runs routes like my grandma uh, quarter speed. I hate all this drama. Ah, I love the team Raiders. Yeah, I love all. I hate all the drama too. And I don't know, man. Keeping one Moss or keeping Porter. I think we should keep Porter and get rid of Moss personally. But you know what? That's just not my decision. And I gotta go with how I feel. Thank you so much for checking out the Raider Nation podcast. We love it here at the podcast. Just encourage you all to uh, stay tuned because things are happening, moving and shaking, contracts, marches on the way, the contract deadlines, the bonus money has to come out, so the bones are going to be flying all over the league. So check it out, will you? This is Raider Greg from the Raider Nation podcast. I am out.